1: From the 5th Quarter Studio in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to High School Hoops with your hosts, Steve Collins and Jake Stager. All right, welcome to High School Hoops, episode 111. Wow. We're getting there, coach.
0: We're, we're, we're continually adding on. I was not part of... Uh, uh, recent podcast. I, I know
1: like, you were invited though. You were invited. I was
0: so invited, but like I had to, I got a lot going on. Uh, he does.
1: So, so no we had John Wheeler on we were talking about the Princeton offense and, and Jake and I just talked about it. So I invited him, but he, he teaches elementary and I teach high school. So he was a little over swamped.
0: I am still overspunked, but it is. So
1: so am I. Uh, All right, so before we jump into this, let's uh, give a big shout-out to our two sponsors. First of all, teachhoops.com. For coaches who want to get better, go check it out. The website rocks. Matt did such a good job. By the time this podcast gets launched, it will be up and new, and you probably missed the old price. But, oh, well, you better get in before I jack the prices again. Um, So a little bit of everything for everybody. Go over and check it out. teachhoops.com it's one-stop shopping for basketball coaches also go over and check out dr dish the i'm calling it the pandemic shooting machine man nothing better it does it's great i mean i go buy you get 350 bucks off mention high school hoops for
0: coach unplugged and um yeah all right so what are we talking about today coach so we're going to be starting a three-part series um a while ago before that we kind of broke down some of the the key offenses, and then you want a huge tangent about um, the Princeton <laughs> offense, which is great. It's and there's bird walking,
1: of- man! I always bird walk. You know, I bird walk. It's like Ooh. no,
0: but that's the, that's the whole point is like utilize your resources and. Right. Um, you know, John's presentations were fantastic, so it's only better for our listeners to continue to hear from other people and so forth. And um, as you texted me and asked me about topics, I kind of want to branch off in regards to zone defense, you know, my whole philosophy on zone so defense. So tell,
1: tell, tell the audience what I wanted to talk about this week.
0: Uh, you really wanted to talk about our state association and Black Lives Matter, but we're going to take a couple weeks and just let you take we're gonna, a So
1: here's what happened. And I'm going to tag the WIA in this, so if they're listening, the odds that they're listening is very small. But I wanted to go on a tirade, and he's making me calm down about you know Black Lives Matter and the representation of the WIA, which is Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association, and how they represent our kids of color, um, which I believe they don't do a great job of, from their executive board to their board of controls to all the way down. Um, I don't believe kids in Kenosha and Racine and Madison and Milwaukee are represented. Um, so, just like we want teachers of color in front of the students, we should have representatives on that board—not one out of eleven, but three or four out of eleven, at least. Okay, there's my tirade. That, that that let me get it out a little bit. The probability they hear this is close to zero, but if they do, I'd love to talk to you about that. Maybe you could have a yawn. Maybe you could maybe you could tell us exactly. Anyway, go ahead. I'm done.
0: All right. So in the next three weeks, we're going to be talking about probably the three most um, used zone defenses, which are the 2-3, which will be today. Uh, The following week will be the 3-2 zone. And then the last will be the 1-3-1. And it's going to be kind of a process of the pros and the why behind each of the zone defenses. Uh, then kind of the disadvantages and then the variations that you can use within that. Um, I know Steve in particular has used the one, three, one uh, variations. I know I've used multiple variations within the three, two. And so what you'll learn is that um, through this discussion, you're going to learn that zone defenses can be basically altered based on the team that you have and what you're trying to accomplish. Well, I
1: think they're good in the sense that they can change. I was just talking to a coach before I came on with you about, they're really good about changing pace of play.
0: Yep. And I have that down in my notes.
1: They are really good. No matter which one we talk about over the next three weeks, they are so good about like messing up rhythm. Right. And
0: so I think the one thing that we talk about too, just because it's a a, a odd or an odd front or a even front, there are just some things that we we can do with zones that are just an advantage in itself uh, it controls tempo it uh, it forces team to make adjustments um, it makes it difficult for the opponent to scout so no matter what zone you choose, having that multiple defensive aspect um, just creates um, havoc and it just creates an, um, an opportunity for you against your opponent.
1: I think it does too. All right. So what are we doing? Are we doing advantages or disadvantages? First? So
0: we're going to start with the why of the two, three zone. Do you want to go with the why? Or I can go with the why? You what go you- with
1: the why. I got a bunch of, I mean, I'm looking over to the side here because I got a bunch of things I've written down for advantages and disadvantages, but you. So
0: um, I just think the two, three is really about protecting the paint or the interior of the court. Um, so in general, I think the why behind that um, it is definitely, um, the one of the reasons why most teams use it is to protect the interior of the court. Um, um, so, uh, that's one thing I,
1: I that's, definitely a pro. Think. that's definitely a pro. I, right. I think the two three is the best as far as protecting people from, I think it's a pro cause it limits fouls.
0: Yep. I had that down. downtown foul trouble. Protection is one of the keys to a two, three zone.
1: I think it is too. Um, and, and what we were talking about in tempo control too. Um, I think it takes away the rim a lot um, in the sense that you have three in the bottom. Um, okay. So I think that's a big one. I think from a transition standpoint, it might be the best of the three. To um, control tempo. Yeah. In the sense that. In the, the
0: sense that, in the Depending on how that, you run it.
1: Yeah. Depending on how you run it. And I think it forces them to get back and protect the paint more. Um, in the sense that you have, initially have three on the bottom. So I think those are all really good. Um, yeah, I think those are all really good. I mean, I, I, I was just going to get on to a disadvantage. you got any more advantages? So the
0: other advantage is when you play a team that is extremely selfish and shot crazy, <laughs> I think they struggle against a 2-3 zone.
1: They do, um, you know, well – because it this requires goes-
0: – a, 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 when you play a team that has really good and they've worked on their rotations and you're really good at running the 2-3 zone and you're a team that is fast tempo or you're shot crazy or you got players that are very selfish and we've watched some other people's film from other states lately about just watching some of these – how these teams play, you could totally use that defense as your advantage for them to take poor shots.
1: Right, and this goes into a disadvantage in the sense that you tend to give up more threes. Yeah, in the two-three, so that disadvantage can be when they're it's. So this is good leeway into a good transition into the disadvantages. But it's an advantage when they're horrible. They they don't take as good of shots, and they're not as good right. at three pointers. It's a disadvantage for you. Like we we'd have a hard time against some teams in our league running it just because they would light us up from three. So. Um, I think that that's a good transition into a disadvantage. I think the disadvantage of the two-three is I think there's more gaps there for them to get in, and there's more gaps for them to be able to shoot from the outside.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, um, go ahead.
1: Another disadvantage is, um, and I don't know if this is—I I would put this in both categories actually. I, I was going to say from a from a tr- from a um, being behind and being able to trap. You can trap in the corners out of a 2-3. Um, it's just I, I I think the rotations are a little bit harder. Um, so I think that would be a disadvantage in the, if you're behind and you have to come match up or you have to do something out of the 2-3. Two, 2-3 three. Two, three tends to be more pack line-ish. Um, right.
0: So I agree. So one of the disadvantages of the 2-3 is that if you're behind in a game um, it doesn't have that flexibility to change tempo increase tempo if it's going to be one of your core defenses that you're going to use all the time.
1: Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, for, for sure. I, 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 going back to an advantage too, I think it's one of the easier ones to initially teach um, as far as some of the drops and things like that. I think that's why a lot of the youth coaches do it because they just say, now their drops aren't very you know high advanced and things like that. Um, so from that standpoint, it's relatively easy to get into it, but to get good drops and to get really good at it against better teams is a little bit harder.
0: Right. Um, one other issue that I have with the two, three, I see, I sometimes see you feel like, and I've had teams, maybe you haven't, but probably have sometimes it causes them to play lackadaisical and slow. Um, a two, three, Yes, it's like
1: a lazy man's defense. It's like, yes. I'm not going to, yes.
0: And it's how you teach it and how you teach the rotations. I think a lot of times people will throw in a two, three and not work on the rotations of making it very effective, making sure that the high post is covered. Um, I wrote down here the show and drop. So a lot of times a really good two, three will use that side wing player that plays on the bottom to, uh, or to show and then to drop, you know, a lot of times we don't teach that and then there's openings and so forth. So I, I think that it, If you really wanted to be effective, you have to really work on the rotations and getting your team in any zone to move as a unit. You know, it's just not good enough in a zone defense to say, we're going to just throw the two, three in to change it up. If you're going to use it, you got to work on some of the rotations and how you're going to do things.
1: I agree. I agree. I mean, and it's how you sell it. Like you can't sell it. Like it's a rest. You can't sell it. Like we're not going to play D Um, you got to sell it. Like it's everything else. Um, yeah, you have anything else on this
0: one? Uh, variations. Uh, again, oh, yeah, you, go
1: ahead. You jump into the variations.
0: Um, I think the one thing that the 2-3 can be really effective is trapping in the post and the backside. Because if you get backside corner, then you are leaving that um, other person that's guarding the, the two top, the opposite side, it's got to cover two. But that's a really difficult skip pass for that, uh, that team to make. So that so when you talk about trapping concepts and you're playing a good team with good post interior play and you're running a 2-3 you can you can trap in the short corner in the post because you're allowing that uh that one person to cover two and it's an easy rotation out so um that's one variation if you want to is to trap in the post
1: i like that I like that. That's true. It's like, cause I think everyone's, it's, it's more that everyone's just kind of down there to protect. Right. Um, yeah. I, I like You
0: that. rotate and you dive down all you're the only person that's got to cover more than one right now is that backside defender, which is a hard pass to make,
1: which is for and, special. And
0: if they're not a good shooting team, right. And they're interior wise, you're forcing them to make a skip pass, close out and then have them make a jump shot. I mean, it's all about who you play and so forth, but I think that variation and doubling in the post using the two-three zone could be effective for high school basketball teams. For
1: sure, I do too. All right, anything else, Coach?
0: Uh, I don't have. I have no question today. I'm not prepared. Um,
1: it's okay. We don't need a question today. Because I already oh, went on a question of the day. What's wrong with the WIA? There's a the question of the day. I, I answered
0: it earlier in the podcast. <laughs> and we're authentic as always. You guys. I'm just uh, telling you.
1: I, it's like, whatever. i would probably never get a call ever in the state of Wisconsin. I'm just. You got to do what's right. You got to do what's right. You got to do what's right. All right. Thanks, coach. Bye. You
0: got it. Bye. <laughs>
1: Hey, everybody, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like no matter where you listen Apple, Spotify. We love those five star reviews. Make sure you also go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.